I believe, especially coming from Bob's world, that we have three types of goals, right? The ones that we already know, which move us sideways. The ones that we think we can do. If I get this, this, and this done, then I'll achieve this. Like many of us set those goals, but then because again, they're not really connecting to our desire. We, we usually allow the excuses that come in the obstacles to stop us so we don't achieve them. But the goals that I help my clients set are those big, worthy goals, those ones that you don't know the how. And when we expand our understanding and awareness of not only ourselves, but the universal laws, we realize that the how is not up to us. The how will unfold when you can live from the end, from the wish fulfilled. So it really is about going deep and saying like, what is that lights your soul on fire? Stacey, your mom, mindset coach, international speaker, Proctor Gallagher consultant, and so much more. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'd like to kick things off by going back a bit. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like? Where did I grow up? I grew up in Saskatchewan, so kind of above you. My childhood, okay. I was actually been so blessed. I grew up in a small town where I just experienced so much love, truthfully. I think nice. that's where I just had this compassion and passion for helping people. But I would say the challenging part of that was that because it was small, everybody knew everything. And when you stepped outside of, you know, the norm, it was kind of like, oh, what's she doing? Why is she shining over there? And <laughs> I believe actually a lot of that um, led to some of my paradigms of being afraid to be too bright or shine too much in mm. fear of, you know, I think it was just I was afraid of that it was taken away from somebody else and not yep. realizing what I was doing was dimming my own light and that it wasn't my fault that someone didn't feel comfortable, that all that was asking was them to step up. So that's kind of where I was, but love sport, love schooling, you know, did my check marks. Yeah. Did things right and then moved out to Ottawa <laughs> to go to university. Okay. That's awesome, man. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's always interesting when you, uh, I've battled that before as you kind of start to worry about other, what other people think and, and, you know, uh, you know, you're leveling up and they're not. And so that gets this kind of awkwardness. And, and it took me a while to realize like my past and other people's opinions don't define my future. And once I do that, then I'm on a new path. Right. Um, for you, like I mentioned, you're a Proctor Gallagher consultant. For those who don't know, it's Bob Proctor, uh, Bob Proctor, amazing dude. And Sandy Gallagher, what is the Proctor Gallagher Institute and how has that helped you in your life and your business? Oh my goodness. So you nailed it when you said that fear of what other people think. And yeah. it was really that, that was holding me back. You know, I had achieved success and was almost like trapped by my own success, had a great corporate job, earning good money, good friends, good support, but found myself not dreaming anymore. Honestly, I was over 40 and was living in a relationship that I didn't love, but yet didn't step in and say, I want the hell out. And so I did mm -hmm. what most may do, try to find that happiness outside and had an affair that I'm really honest and open and sharing about because I love helping people to realize that, yeah, that may have got me to where I, I wanted to go as far as ending the one relationship. But until I fix what was wrong for me not standing my truth, that would that gap would always remain. And so why I share that now is when I met Bob, he asked me what my dream was. And instantly I went into sharing about a dream for my kids. I have I'm a single mama of, of two daughters. And uh, they're like, that's a great dream for, you know, your kids. But what about you? And I was just like, well, holy shit. Maybe I think it was retiring. And I, yet I knew how to do that. I knew I was on the track to do that with saving. Yeah. So what it's done is made me realize that everything I've achieved up until that date was because I wanted it. 
and why I was starting to feel stuck and not living into my own truth is because I started living my life to please others versus myself. I was just continuing to let life happen to me. So I decided to bet on myself with the Proctor Gallagher um, Institute with really investing and learning why we think what we think, why we do what we do, and realizing that many of us are treating symptoms and not the primary cause of our results. And the primary cause of our results are the thoughts we think. So I just started to study every day. And you know, now within a few years, I retired from my corporate job, opened up my own company, and just trying to motivate and inspire others to find their truth and embrace their authenticity. Come on. That is amazing. That is so good. Congratulations on, you know, uh, getting, going through that Institute and and working. Bob Proctor is such an amazing guy and uh, the stuff that he talks about and, and, you know, uh, rest in peace, but I mean, just an amazing man. He was, um, and I, myself, I went through John Maxwell certification this year and I set a goal to be a coach this year. I didn't want to just call myself a coach. I actually wanted to go through the training, you know? And so I I landed on John Maxwell. Um, so a certified John Maxwell coach this year, which was really, it took me, you know, all year to kind of get through that and then super excited to be a part of that. And, but for you being part of that Proctor Gallagher uh, consultant, it's so huge. And Bob's name is, is massive out there. Um, for you, when you're working with clients, yeah. what is it that they struggle with the most? And, and how do you help them overcome that biggest struggle? Well, I think the biggest struggle, especially I want to help redefine middle age to not see it as the peak and then going down, but just our freaking launching pad where we start to understand and learn more about ourselves to soar. So yep. what I would say the biggest struggle is defining what it is that we want, because we've mm-hmm. masked that for so long. And we've been conditioned to believe that in order to want something and take action, then we have to know the how. And so I believe that a lot of people, when I ask them, the clients I work with, like, what do you want? Even myself, when I said, what is your dream? I didn't know, but we do know, but we're afraid to say it because once we say it, it's put out there, right? And we don't want to disappoint ourselves or let ourselves down. So we'd rather just keep in wanting things that we already know how to do, but there's no freaking inspiration in that. And so I would say that's the biggest. So one of the things that I help people deal with most is gain that clarity and understanding of what it is that they want. And to increase their belief in themselves and their self-image that we will never outperform our self-image. So once you put it out that you, what you want, then we can get there. We just have to live from there, see that and start to live more from the inside out than, you know, believing that our reality needs to control our destiny. It is not the last place manifestation shows as you're aware is in the physical world. So if we keep waiting for something to change, nothing will change. We're the creative of our destiny. I love that. So good. And, and, you know, and you you touch base on this a little bit just now, but you talk about where you help clients experience more pleasure, freedom, success. Can you deep dive into that a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. So I love talking about pleasure because I think that fulfillment and happiness just means so much to everybody. But I love to talk about pleasure on an emotional, spiritual, and a physical level. As I mentioned, I was, um, you know, I had disconnected in my relationship with my husband as far as the physical aspect. And I thought that when I was doing the interior work with just my mind, that that would, you know, make it all right. But here's the thing. As women, we're the only organism with an organ that's on us that's strictly dedicated to pleasure. You know, I say like we have an organ that has 8,000 nerve endings, top left quadrant, get to know it well, because I think a lot of women um, disconnect from that mind and body. And we can't separate the mind from the body. And so when we start not valuing ourselves from the bedroom to the boardroom, there's this kind of disconnect that happens. And we start looking outside of ourselves 
to find that pleasure. And even with the men in our lives, right? Like as women in the bedroom, a lot of times we've always been making sure the other person is pleased and not taking that pleasure upon ourselves. And Mm -hmm. unknowingly that impacts our self-worth because right away we're saying, you know what, you're more important than me. And so I like to change that up to share people how when we start to take our power back and reconnect that mind with our body, we really start to level up our self-worth, our self-image. And that doesn't just mean for women, although I've spoken to that, but for men, because as we get into this middle age with men and when we're new dating or even in our existing relationships, we get into those routines, right? And one is even with our partners. So we Mm -hmm. start to miss out on experimenting more and having fun and just trusting ourselves to go places. And so just as, you know, we may travel to a new city, I think it's important to travel to a new place within your body and get to expand that awareness, understanding of who we are and ultimately explore more pleasure in life. Yeah, oh, that's amazing, that's awesome. (laughs) That's so good, so good. Uh, Now, when it comes to goals, and you talk about this too, is I think a lot of people just don't set big enough goals and they don't set goals that scare them enough. Yeah. Um, and they have to do that at the same time. Right. So like for you, like how do you walk people through to, to write better goals and, and does it matter if it's short term or long term? I love what you're saying. So I believe, especially coming from Bob's world that we have three types of goals, right? The ones that we already know, which move us sideways, the ones that we think we can do. If I get this, this, and this done, then I'll achieve this. Like many of us set those goals, but then because again, they're not really connecting to our desire, we we usually allow the excuses that come in the obstacles to stop us so we don't achieve them. But the goals that I help my clients set are those big, worthy goals, those ones that you don't know the how. And when we expand our understanding and awareness of not only ourselves, but the universal laws, we realize that the how is not up to us. The how will unfold when you can live from the end, from the wish fulfilled. So it really is about going deep and saying, like, what is that lights your soul on fire? Like, what is that intuitive nudge that you've been having your whole life that you've been trying to tame with whatever addiction? For me, mine was like having a glass of wine or gossiping or shopping or whatever the case may be. But like, let that fire out and really connect to that desire. And I think the first step in goal setting is admitting to yourself what it is and then fusing with that desire. Once you understand that desire, raising your energy, your frequency to that and living from the end. And um, yeah, so that's the goals that I try to set for ones. The ones that, like you said, excite and scare you at the same time. When we're scared, that means we're getting yeah. outside of our comfort zone. So embrace that fear because if you think the same, get the same. If you act the same, get the same. I mean, if we stay in that comfort zone, which I was in for a long time because my life was good, um, but I wasn't in love with it anymore, but I was yeah. afraid to get out. But that is really where true transformation happens and it's an inside out job Mm, man that's so good i'm fired up man (laughs) it's such a great conversation thank you so much oh my gosh fired me up and i love to explore with john because i just love that faith face i think that's what's really important that as you discover more about yourself and have that belief you realize that whether we call it god or universe whatever but there's something greater than ourselves out there and to have that faith and i'm sure you've heard this quote but it was definitely one of my favorite it's like it takes the same amount of energy to believe in fear fear and faith they're both the invisible so start believing more in that faith part than the fear because you know we just 
We know these things that what we think about, we bring about, what we think about, we become, but we too often think more of what we don't want than what we do want. And then that comes into our life. We're like, see, I told you, but that's because we freaking brought it on there by thinking about that versus just trusting and believing. Yeah. And, and I think that's honestly the most, the biggest um, challenge is removing that self-doubt to have mm -hmm. that unyielding faith and live in that zone. Yeah. And you talk about that in those 10 free strategies that you offer to, to grow confidence and belief there. I know they're all important, uh, but can you deep dive into a few of your favorites there? Which ones are the most important, do you think? Well, honestly, we'll never outperform our self-image. So yes. I think it's important for us to realize that we have two self-images, one in our conscious mind and one in our subconscious mind. So we can think or we may dress a certain way, but if our results aren't reflecting what it is that we truly want, then to like put the ego aside and to recognize that there's more in there that we need to gap. And it's just a gap between knowing and doing. And as we get older, we learn more, but we do less. So I would say that that's really the most important thing when building your confidence is one, once you gain that clarity of what it is that you want then start to imagine, use our imagination to think of who it is that you need to become to get there. And we can't get there if we're not honest for where we're starting from. So, you know, open up that vulnerability to yourself. There's no brave, there's no strong without being vulnerable. Embrace some of those stories just to heal them, not to live in it, because you said it, I write it when we started, and I just freaking resonate so much with that, that like, we can choose to live by the stories of our past and continue or allow to ourselves to kick mediocrity to the curb and fall more in love with the vision of our future. And we can, you know, I think a lot of people do that, but they wait till this emotional impact happens that something's like, ugh, and then they have to change, but we don't have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. So when it comes to self-image and self-worth, you know, write down your goals, write down who it is that you need to become, say your affirmations. And I mean, yeah, raise your energy. It's not just convincing yourself, but like, see it, feel it and become it and know that you're enough, that you are mm. more than enough. And I personally have also studied a lot with Dr. Joe Dispenza. So oh, I just yeah. find there's this really beautiful intersection between theology and science. Mm. And in there is where I do meditations every day. I just got to a point where if I truly believed on that deep subconscious level that our thoughts become things, it wasn't just something I was saying, but truly believed, then why would I ever miss a day, an opportunity to intentionally create what it is that I desire? And so I really help people through that meditation and other techniques to um, live in and become that person that they are. I love Joe Dispenza and it's so good. I love that you don't have to become, you don't have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. Such a good tip there. For you, when do you feel like you're at your best? When do I feel? That's a, such a good question. Um, well, there's many times. I mean, I love my, you know, I love my, I love talking with my, with other parents and my daughters and my kids, but I'm at my best when I'm prioritizing what I need because I can't give something that I don't have. And I think that's been a really shift in paradigms for me. And especially I feel like with all of us as parents, because we've just been, again, living our lives for our kids. But I can't tell my kids to live their dreams and not live mine. I can't, you know, tell them how they should think. I want to teach them how to think. But, like, I got to trust and believe that through my actions, they will see that. And that, like, reframing failure, that they can fall down. But in that falling down is where they can see that as an opportunity to grow, to use that mess as their message and do the same for myself. So I feel that I'm at my best 
when I'm able to kick that doubt out to the side and just feel and be present in the moment. And that's, that, that's really becoming aware of how I feel. Like I want to care more about how I feel because the moment I realize that I may not be feeling good, I realize that that's a choice that I'm making by engaging in thoughts that don't suit me. So then I kick them out and literally have a tennis racket in my brain. I don't even freaking play tennis, but for some reason I always think of a tennis racket. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's my next uh, journey, but kick it out and then decide to change perspective Mm. to find the good in wherever and whatever I'm doing. Oh, that's so good. Now, on the flip side of that, as an entrepreneur, you know, we all go through failures, ups and downs. What was that big failure moment or lesson learned moment for you? And and what did you do to kind of get through that? Oh, you know, I think that that's just the most important thing to embrace is that when you say yes to yourself, you're saying yes to getting out of the bleachers and onto the field to play. And so just because you have this clear vision of what you want and you're living from this end and you're raising your vibration and you're doing the right things, that doesn't mean that we're not going to incur obstacles. That doesn't mean that we're not going to incur challenges and quote unquote failures. But what it is, is about reframing that failure just to see that, you know, what you want is still coming. There's just more lessons for you to learn. So for my lessons, I mean, definitely a big one before I even started was like, having to overcome that shame and guilt I felt from cheating on my husband and from lying. And like, I became somebody that I wasn't necessarily proud of. Um, but yet embracing that without having to go through those struggles, I wouldn't be who I am today. So, you know, there's this one meditation that Dr. Joe does, and it's like called like walking into your future self. And it's so powerful. You're outside, you're walking, and then he has you stop. And he says, now turn around. And I remember in that moment, going like, frick, no, I just walked away from that shit. I don't want to. But it was yeah. in that moment of embracing that that person was strong and beautiful and did as best as she could or he could at the moment to bring you. So like, don't don't fear them, you know, love them, embrace them and then just let go of things that no longer serve you to step more into that person you're becoming. Mm-hmm. So those are the lessons I've learned through failure, honestly. I just really don't even see it anymore as failing. Even some decisions that I've made that, you know, they maybe didn't have the outcome that I had expected was sure. realizing though that that's also the danger zone mm-hmm. and that's tough, yeah. but, you know, to let go of those expectations and surrender. And um, when you do that, life really begins to open because you just happy for each moment and then you deal with it because we we're stronger than our worst of days we've made it through those days so why wouldn't that continue to be like freaking double down on your life realize we have one life to live and that when you decide to live it big and bright and bold that means you're putting yourself out there but you Mm. won't desire something that you won't want god want to put a desire on your heart that you can't do but it is a test to see if you can remain remain like that persistent and committed to having that faith to achieve it. So I think that's been my biggest um, learning is don't get stopped by, don't get tripped up by those. I mean, you may for a day, but like then freaking get over it, pick yourself up, you know, fall down seven, get up eight. Let's go. Super powerful, man. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, As we get into 2023, what are you most excited about? (sighs) Oh, so much. Like I'm just inspired to help other people uh, wake up 
you know, and that's what I'm inspired by is I see that people are questioning things. I think it's important to question things, but I think it's also really important to maintain an open mind to realize even Bob would always say this, right? Like he was achieving such levels of success in his life. He says, I'm just starting. Yes. You know, the moment we think that we're at the end of our journey, we are. The moment we think that we know it all, we really show our ignorance. I mean, totally. it, it is just about continuing to learn and to grow and to expand, to meet incredible people like you, get introduced to different audiences, and hopefully to share my story that it hits one person, that they make a decision um, to believe more in themselves and to make mm. that change. And that's what I'm just most excited for is helping others to increase that awareness to believe more in themselves. I know it sounds like kind of, but it is, it's my fire. Come on. That's awesome. <laughs> just that's like awesome. you. I know I can yeah. feel it. Oh man, that's awesome. I, I love to finish the show by asking a fun question. I'm a big music guy. So I've asked a question like, what type of music do you listen to? Do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Oh my gosh. I love so much music. I love it. Do you play? I do not. I, I have a guitar sitting right here, but I, I've never played it. It was given to me, but I, I used to work in the music business behind the scenes. So I did sales tracking and set up meet and greets and stuff like that for Universal Records in my early 20s. Oh, so, awesome. Well, you have um, to pick it up. I played um, keyboard growing up in life. I haven't played for actually a while too. never did the guitar. But for music to me is like, I mean, I we should leave that as a tip. Like if you're having those days where you can't connect, like put on your favorite music, dance around, stomp it out. I actually took a burlesque class last yeah. month because I okay. wanted to bring that into my coaching too to like sure. really embrace your body and that regardless of size shape what it looks on the external your really confidence starts from within so for yeah. music well I was just in Nashville and I like I like some country even though I would never say that but I like I was growing <laughs> up like with hip-hop and I just anything that makes me dance and move so I, I'm very honestly very giant the only stuff I would say I really don't enjoy my most is like heavy metal gotcha gotcha but anything yes. that's kind of popping i can dance around the beat too that's my favorite that's awesome i had some uh, tupac and biggie playing the other day and now i'm back into rock and roll today so i flip-flop myself as well oh so. i love it i love it. actually what i love even now is i have a 14 year old and she's freaking singing like tupac and biggie okay. knowing it better than i am like eminem every single word and i was like damn yeah right? yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Stacy. this is such a great conversation. You're an absolute world changer. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I really appreciate you taking the time and joining me on the show today. Eric, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for lifting my spirits and for all you share. I know you made an impact in my day. And for all your listeners, um, just continued love and support to all of you. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or a watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests, and I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button, and then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.